Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't want to be your fucking piece. I want to be a hellraiser. Hellraisers and Harlots. Hey there, all my bad bitches and unproblematic niggas up, down, and all around the internet. It's his I, the one, the only, Kimber Shan. Don't call me Kim Ho. It's okay to be extra because I tell it like it is. And welcome to A Quickie with Kimber Shan, the show that gives you the facts, foolery, the fuck ups, tells you something, and drops some Kimspiration all in 20 minutes or less. Because who doesn't love a quickie? Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thanksgiving is Thursday. And, you know, as you become more aware of things and the meaning of this holiday, it's shifted a lot for me. You know, I see it as just a time to spend with family. I don't even really call it Thanksgiving anymore. I call it the day that niggas eat because The holiday is based on white men murdering natives and celebrating by eating turkey. It's basically genocide day. Repackaged is Thanksgiving. Now, the word genocide is still going on right here, right now, all the time. And if you've been living under a rock or something, you might not have heard. But if you are present in what's going on in the world, I'm sure you've heard about all the horrible things that are happening in Palestine, the horrible things that are happening in Congo, the horrible things that are happening in Sudan. And Lord knows where else is happening. Genocide is happening in a lot of places. And the fact that, you know, we're fortunate enough to live in America somewhere that people can pretend not to care what's going on is kind of crazy because it could literally be anyone, especially if you're a person of color. If you're a person of color, genocide has affected you whether you want to admit it or not. And I will always stand up for what's right. I will always stand for being on the right side of history because killing innocent people is evil, it's wrong, it's inhumane, and it will never stand like I will never say that that's okay I don't care who has ties to to Israel who has what killing innocent people is wrong 
So free Palestine, free Sudan, free Congo, free any people that are being oppressed, any people that are suffering from innocent lives being lost. It's wrong, and I hate how people try to act like it's not happening. I had to do some research to get the full scope of things, but now that I'm aware, I'm going to speak out about it anytime I get the chance because it's fucked what's going on and what has been going on for decades, centuries, for as long as you can remember. Thanksgiving is uh, here because of genocide. So this ideology, this white ideology to destroy people, to kill innocent people, is here, it's alive, and it's now, and people need to do whatever they can to stop it. Obviously, a lot of people are boycotting Starbucks, McDonald's, and other companies that are supporting the genocide, and I'm all for it. I'm always be on the right side of history, baby. Point blank, bottom line. So let's go ahead and jump into facts, foolery, and fuck-ups. You uncultured swine! And honestly, there's so much fuck shit going on in the world of celebrity, just like fuck shit going on in the world in general. I was just like, damn, I take, oh, I disappear for a week and I come back and there's a bunch of shit fucked up. So we're just going to cover the main stories because there's so much to unpack here. So let's start with my girl, Lori Harvey, the baddest bitch. She is now single. Her and Dempsey and Idris have gone their separate ways. A little over a year of dating. And in a joint statement, she's, they both said that we are at a point in our lives where our individual paths require our full attention and dedication. We part ways, remaining friends, and nothing but love and respect for each other and the time we share together. And I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Lori Harvey is the baddest bitch. I don't think there's anything negative you could say about her. I love the way she flows through life effortlessly cleanly and if you want to break up with somebody there's nothing wrong with that especially if it's amicable especially if it's what's best for you I like the fact that she can stand on her decisions I can do nothing but respect a woman that moves through life and stands on her shit so shout out to Lori Harvey for being the baddest bitch um a positive story here, Under 2000 just released a new album called New Blue Sun. It's a flute album. I actually listened to it and it was bomb. Like I really, really enjoyed listening to it. It was so soothing, so relaxing. Like I feel like I could fall asleep to it. I feel like I could listen to it while I'm working. I feel like if I just want to hear something to just help me feel like I'm in a good vibration. That is what I want to hear. Like, it's a great album. I know people are talking shit saying, I don't want a food album. I want a rap album. Like, honestly, I'm here to take whatever he gives because he hasn't given us anything in a long time. And I'm just happy. I'm happy that he's creating. And I feel like he's created something really great and really needed. And he's created something that I feel like is healing. Like, it's so calming and peaceful. Like, my whole body just, like, relaxed when I listened to it. So I recommend it. It's definitely going triple platinum in my motherfucking household, okay? Um, another story, Snoop Dogg is giving up smoking. He released a statement on Instagram that said he is giving up smoke and to respect him on this matter. And you know what? I can't do nothing but commend somebody for wanting to do something different, change it up. There's nothing wrong with smoking weed, but you know, he's been doing it for a very long time. And I respect him for coming out and saying, you know, I know it's a part of my brand. I know it's a part of pretty much everything that I do. But 
I'm changing, I'm growing. And that's what life is all about, evolution. So I can't do nothing but support it. It was kind of hilarious to me that it was a public service announcement that he decided to give up smoking. Like he had to make a PSA about it because it's that ingrained into his brand. Like if you see Snoop Dogg, that nigga gonna be hot. That nigga gonna be smoking. That's what he do. So shout out to him for, you know, deciding to make a change and do something differently. I, don't, I can't do nothing but respect growth, baby. Um, something else funny that I saw was this guy's, it's a viral video of a man that got a beard BBL. <laughs> well, not a BBL, but he got a beard implant. He got the shit that y'all niggas get when y'all hairline flying back. He got it for his beard. So a beard transplant. And I'm here for this because I ain't never met a nigga whose life did not significantly get better when he got a beard. Like the presence of a beard does something amazing for men. So if you can go out here and buy one, why the fuck not? It's like an instant glow up, an instant BBL effect. And if you can get one, why not? Think about how many people who life has dramatically improved when they got a goddamn beard. Probably every nigga you know. Hell, every nigga you know looks 10,000 times better when they get a beard. So why the fuck not? I'm here for it. If you can do anything to make yourself feel better, baby, do it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and dive into the dirt because... Ugh, Niggas have been acting a plum fucking fool these past few weeks. Um, I don't think I discussed this um, last week, but Megan Thee Stallion did release a new single, um, Cobra. Great song, love the beat. And in it, she discussed party, cheating. And since then, party has taken it personally. And he made a diss track about her and... I hate giving lame ass niggas attention. I really do. But I just had to speak on this. What kind of grown ass man takes a time out of his day to speak on a woman? Any man that runs his mouth, talks that much, has so much shit to, to say is less than a man. He's not a man. He's a fucking bitch. If you speak it on a woman, you make a whole diss track about a woman. You're a fucking bitch. You're bitch made as fuck. So I don't really give a fuck about anything he has to say about her because at the end of the day, you're a bitch. At the end of the day, you she you cheated and you're mad that she called it out. She didn't make a whole song about you. She said one line about your bitch ass, but you took it to the point that you had to make a whole fucking song about her and it sounds fucking weak as hell. Like you're a whole ass bitch and the fact that you took the time out of your day, you got a whole new bitch and you taking the time out of your day to make songs about Megan. Nigga, you hurt. You butt fucking hurt. And you'll probably never get a bitch of that caliber ever a fucking yen. And she, be, she should be glad that she even fucked with your ass in the first motherfucking place. But that's just a PSA to niggas, period. If you out here speaking on a woman, you're a bitch. Period. <laughs> so let's move on to another bitch-made nigga. Um, Kiki Palmer is seeking a restraining order against Darius Jackson and requesting sole custody of their eight-month-year-old son, Leotis. Palmer has accused Jackson of abusing her multiple times over the course of their two-year relationship in documents filed in the court system. And furthermore, the evidence was leaked. The video showcasing Darius abusing Kiki, breaking to her home, abusing her, it's out there, and it's very disturbing. 
There is video evidence of him doing this. And because of that evidence, the court has granted her temporary full custody of the child. And honestly, Kiki, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I have always been a fan. I've always stand Kiki Palmer. And the fact that this raggedy light-skinned man had the audacity to do this to her is insane. Because like I've said before, we've never heard her name in any negative story until this fuck nigga got in the picture. And I just cannot stand anything worse than a fuck nigga out here terrorizing women, a bum nigga that ain't got no job, that ain't got shit going for his fucking self, out here terrorizing women. So fuck Darius Jackson. And I hope that Kiki protects herself as well as her son because you just seem like a fucking terrible person. You broke into her house, physically assaulted her. You're fucking sick and you belong under the goddamn jail. Um, Kiki's mom actually came out and you know, it had to be bad for Kiki's mom to come out because Kiki's been in the industry for as long as I can fucking remember. And we didn't, we don't see her mom. Her mom's in the background. So for her mom to come on IG and say that Darius Jackson's brother, Sharonis, he played in Insecure as Drew. He played that fuck nigga Drew on Insecure. And it's crazy that he a fuck nigga in real life too. But she said that Sharonis was aware that Darius was abusive. And he even told her that he used to be like that. Ew! Ew! Why would you condone that? Why would you condone that? He, he tweeted some bullshit saying that Kiki is vile and this is terrible. But he deleted that tweet because he knew he was on some fuck shit. And he knew that his brother fucking beat her. So now what? I just feel like people should be held accountable for their actions and violence against women is probably on the very top of my list of things that I hate that I see people do. It really, really upsets me at a core level. And I hope that Kiki is safe and protected away from this madness because they just all seem like terrible people. And speaking of violence against women, probably the biggest story that everybody's been talking about over the past couple of days i'm sure you've heard all the details is cassie filed a lawsuit against diddy accusing him of rape sexual abuse physical abuse assault just god awful things and i read all 35 pages of the deposition of the court documents and i am here to tell you that man is guilty that man is guilty. That man is guilty. That man is guilty. And before I get into all the raggedy details, I'm sure everybody has heard by now that they ended up settling the case literally the very next day, under 24 hours. As soon the ink had not even dried on the lawsuit before the case was settled. And if that doesn't scream guilt, I don't know what the fuck does. So this is a civil case and Cassie filed this case. And within 24 hours, did he submit it to the civil case? Because he know his ass is motherfucking guilty. The horrors that I read in this 35 page deposition were so sick and disturbing that I just, I don't even want to say the things that it, that it involved, but I have to. So to make a long story short, Cassie was 19 years old when Diddy pursued her. He was 37 years old. And that is already a huge red fucking flag. What kind of 37-year-old man is looking at a 19-year-old? He pretty much relentlessly pursued her, forced her into a relationship, forced her to sign a 10-album deal, and trapped her. He, he 
threw himself at her, forced her into his relationship, got her hooked on prescription drugs, and he would have these things called freak-offs in which he hired male prostitutes to have sex with her while he masturbated and watched. And this happened all the fucking time. And if she did not want to do it, he would beat her. He beat her relentlessly. She said she would have so much anxiety and be so upset and so sick. She would be throwing up and vomiting because she was just so sick and beat down. And he would continue to fucking beat her and force her to do this against her will. And that is the sickest, most vile, most disgusting shit that I have ever heard. She even outlines in the lawsuit specific occurrences where they were at an event or somebody said something to her or some man, you know, she had a conversation with somebody and he proceeded to beat her, kick her in the face. She would have bruises, busted lip, black eyes, knots on her. He would send her away so nobody would see her or ask her about it. He he literally trapped her and abused her in every way possible, mentally, physically, psychologically, financially. He took his power and controlled her every move. She could not leave if she even tried. And on one occasion, she tried to leave. He got mad and assaulted her and it's on the cameras at a hotel and he paid the hotel $50,000 to get the footage back. How can you escape someone like that? How can you run from somebody like that? How can you have any autonomy in your life when you're dealing with this type of sick-ass motherfucker? There's literally nothing she could do. He backed her into a corner in every fucking way, and my disgust for him as a human being is at an all-time high. I've always kind of had like weird feelings about who he was as a person. But if this doesn't tell you that he is a demon, I don't know what the fuck else will. And I think, you know, if you're if you having doubts or you don't you feel like you don't know what the fuck is going on, read the 35 pages and I guarantee you, you'll have a fucking change of heart because that shit was sick as hell the beatings the abuse the financial abuse the the prostitution the sex like the shit he did to her was insane and that's why he fucking paid the shit as soon as he could because he did not want his dirty laundry to come all the way out and honestly i was kind of disappointed that she settled because i wanted him burned at the fucking stake I did. I wanted death and destruction because that nigga got some bodies on him. It opened up so many conversations about what happened to Kim Porter. What happened to all the other people around that seem seemingly died and disappeared. But he the only motherfucker still out here standing. Honestly, fuck Diddy. Fuck Diddy. He's a terrible person. I could go on and on and on and on and on. But let me just say all these things that I'm saying are allegedly because I don't want to get fucking sued. But that nigga's guilty. He did all that shit and then some. And I'm going to stand on what I fucking said because he's a slime ball. He's a dirty ass nigga and he will pay for his crimes. He might not be pursued to the fullest extent by Cassidy because she decided to settle and God bless her because she's been through enough. She lived this hell with this nigga for 13 fucking years. So honestly, free Cassie, free Cassie from the oppression, from the bullshit that she dealt with for 13 motherfucking years. I don't have nothing negative to say about her. I'm just happy that she got out of this shit and I hope she ran that nigga pockets for everything that he fucking had. 
but it just really upsets me the way the industry reacted to this everybody has been on complete fucking hush mode except a handful of people and some of those people were some of the girls and Danny Kane said something about it. Kamora Lee Simmons said something about you'll reap what you sow. And you know, Kamora was best friends with Kim Porter. So if she knows some shit about what the fuck was going down, Carisha has been dead ass quiet. And I'm sure she probably knew what the fuck was going on. The entire industry is on hush mouth. And it's sick to me how they're so quiet about it when normally everybody always has something to say. But in this case, because this nigga's so powerful and music mogul and celebrity and all this fuck shit that doesn't matter, nobody's saying anything. And it just really upsets me how people will run away from what's right or run away from the truth to protect their own interests. It's sad as hell. And I just hope that eventually this nigga ends up under the fucking jail because the shit that he did to her, the shit that I'm sure he did to so many other people, he deserves to be punished for his crimes. Not even just financially. Yes, make his pockets hurt, but that nigga deserves to be in jail for the shit that he's done. (sighs) The last thing I'm going to say about it is fuck that nigga. Hopefully he will end up having to pay for his crimes. And I hope that the truth, the full truth, everything terrible that this nigga has done comes out. So, child, that was a lot. But let's move on to something positive, which is the next segment. Let me tell you something. 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 I've been doing a lot of deep thinking, you know, I'm going on a journey where I find myself, get closer to myself, no matter what it takes by any means. And, you know, one day I was laying in the bed and I just had a thought and just all these things came to me and I just felt like it would be so great for me to share them with you because I think some of these things could really help anybody else out there that's struggling or trying to find themselves or just feeling lost. So... What I was thinking about is the fact that you are responsible for your life. You are responsible for your choices and your decisions and change can come. Changing your life can come down to making different choices. When conflict or issues arrive, you have that small moment in which you can choose to move differently than you would normally. It could come down to a mere couple of seconds where you could choose to not react the way you usually react to something or do something different than what you usually would do. Life is all about choices. And you can just stop for a second and say, wait, old me would do this, but new me, better me, the me that I want to be chooses differently you can choose differently and change your entire story in a split second that's all it comes down to those little moments where you can say you know what i'm gonna do shit differently this time i'm gonna switch it up this time i'm not going to react this way this time i'm gonna do some shit different and i'm gonna change for example, like I can say the old me would go off or become passive or shut down, but the new me, the me that I'm becoming, the me that I want to be, she faces issues head on. She does not run from her problems. She chooses herself. She does what the fuck she has to do because running away from problems is little girl shit. But the new me that I want to be, she stands up for herself because that's what she's about. She's a bad bitch, so she's going to stand up for herself. 
she's going to do her. And can't nobody tell her or him or she or he that they can't. Nobody can tell you what you can't be or what you can't do or what you can't have. Because it all comes down to your choices. We all have choices. Who do you choose to be? How can you choose better? What can you do to choose wiser? You are responsible for your life. And it's up to you to make those changes and make those choices to get better results. So that's what type of time I've been on. I've been on the type of time where I'm accepting responsibility for my life and that I want to choose different and I want to do things differently to be a better me. That's where I'm with it. And I hope that hearing that can inspire you to make the changes that you need to make to become your best self. So let's move on to my last segment, Kimspiration. And my quote for today is, decide who you want to be and never stop pursuing it. And what that means is you can be anything you want in this life. You just have to decide and be relentless about becoming that. No matter what it is, no matter what you want to do, no matter how you want to show up in this world, decide who you want to be and pursue it relentlessly every day of your life. And you will be that. I guarantee it. I promise it. That's just how this shit fucking works. Every book I've ever read, every guru, every version of self-help, every personal development, they all say the same shit. Decide what it is that you want and stick to it and never give up. And you'll become it. It's that simple. So let's close out the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on YouTube at A Quickie Pod. Follow at A Quickie Pod everywhere. Follow at The Kimber Shan Show everywhere. And remember my three principles. Love yourself, respect yourself, and accept yourself. Bye. Bye.